0: to episode 22 of fucking nothing, because I didn't turn any of my mics on. Hang
1: on. <laughs> wait, wait. Alright. That was that was a lot of emotions for a side quest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It still is. Should we cut we apart the be, shambling on and we try and, and find We could have it just again?
2: gone straight to Ravensblatt. Yeah, I don't we know. We
1: need to investigate where you
3: felt that magic coming from. For sure. Our all mm-hmm. upset. I think we're all upset. Ah! <sighs> Sad.
4: I'm glad you got room tone so you can go back later and edit out the sounds of our sobbing. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I got the room tone of you guys crying so that when it happens later, I can just edit just, it out. Yeah, nobody will know. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's fine.
0: Exactly. fine. You know, we are gathered here today in memory of our dearest friend, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, unfortunately, uh, did not make it in our last episode, and I just, you know, I just wanted to say a few words about him. He was stalwart and he was strong and he was loyal and he was worth at least 21 episodes of material.
1: Are we are we standing around the grave right now that we have dug on his farm saying a few words? Yeah, and you know, I just feel like Tabletop
0: Loot wishes they could be here with us today. Mm-hmm. Because I know if they did, they would cover 15% of the funeral when we entered the code Hit Dice Pod at checkout. Even if we didn't only get a coffin and a grave for Buffalo, maybe a couple of sets of dice. And there's a lot of, you know memorabilia on our website of Buffalo, like fan art, so you should head on over there to hitdicepod.com, check out some of that fan art, maybe buy something so we can afford this funeral for such a tragic event. And if you love Buffalo, stop by the iTunes store, give us a five-star review. And uh, that's my eulogy.
3: It was a guy on the buffalo. Break your
4: bones with a hill.
1: My <laughs>
4: oh. oh. <laughs> heart. Uh, you broke my heart with your song. You broke
0: my buffalo with his hill.
4: That's true. That's
0: true. You all are a thousand gold richer for it, though. Are we at the buffalo's funeral? You guys can do whatever you want. Uh, his body is still in the shambling mound. Uh, Vernon has just handed you guys a thousand gold pieces Listen,
4: in a satchel. He's is still unconscious. Calista
2: is still unconscious. and <laughs> oh, sorry. Just you a quick guys read just read see Guy look at the buffalo. And like he said, he just said, it was only a matter of time and you just see him walk off into the woods. Mm.
0: Guy just walks off into the woods. This is one of the this is one of the episodes of anime where the theme song plays at the end of the episode. You know what I'm saying? Like you just start off with the rain falling mm-hmm. and rain does fall. You guys hear the thunder that you heard from before and these rain clouds come in and Just a couple of drops of water hitting and they wash the blood and the dirt off of Buffalo and the shambling mound kind of peels to the side of it. Uh, Guy does wander up into the woods. You guys are making your way back to Raven's Bluff from Spark Spring after escaping enslavement on the elemental plane of fire in an attempt to return this red corundum to your friends. And as you all do... Um, you're just trying to make a little extra side money. You guys are feeling a little bit strapped, and as you arrive at this farm where you think you killed an elemental four, you realize there is something much greater there. And as you all are fighting this thing valiantly, it proves to be one of the most difficult encounters you all have faced as adventurers so far, because not only does it almost kill three of you, it does kill one of you, and uh, Buffalo has been crushed by this creature. Uh, His body lays there mangled as this rain starts to just kind of splatter onto uh, his fur, and you all see Vernon come over. He hands the bag of gold to you all for killing the Shambling Mound. Guy picks it up, he sets it to the side, he stands up,
3: and he just walks into the forest. Um, I'm gonna send Ori just kind of following him, kind of stealthily, if possible, and I'm gonna walk over to Our Arwell is definitely teary-eyed. I'm just going to pick her head up softly and pour a health potion into your mouth.
0: Okay. Yeah, you Thanks. pour this health potion in as this rain is like trickling down her face. Pat just picks up that satchel and he straps it over himself. He climbs down this cliff and picks it up. Help? I don't have a uh, are, are the Adelaides and The
2: Adelaide and Adelaide...
1: I think I'm probably going to follow Guy and make sure he's okay and call out to him and say, hey, where are you going? Okay. Uh,
2: I can move stealthily at a normal pace. I'm going to uh, even roll stealth on top of that. It is um, 10, 11, 12,
0: 13, 14, 15. It's a 15. Adelaide, you can attempt to roll uh, against that. This is uh, like some of the
3: only PvP I will allow 15? is someone trying to be sneaky. Can I use my house perception? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, 21.
0: Yeah, with the 21 Ori is able to stay above you. Did you add your proficiency two times because you're in the forest? Yeah. Okay, and that was a 15? Mm-hmm. So, Adelaide, you're still able to keep track of Guy. Um, so is Ori. Uh, Guy, you are not familiar. You don't know that Ori's following you, but you do know that Adelaide is following you as you're
2: walking into this I'm forest. I'm just going
1: to keep calling out to you and say, Hey, yeah, you Yeah, you hear like, her screaming I'm out to you. Guy! I just say, it was his fucking time. Just leave me alone. You're not alone. You don't have to do this alone. Come grieve with us.
2: In a world without the buffalo... I am alone and
0: I just start running as fast as I can into the woods. Alright. Guy just like takes off into these woods.
1: I don't follow, I go back.
0: Okay. Adelaide turns back. Or he's just following. Okay. Or he follows you, uh, though you are not aware of her presence. You think you're alone. speak along. with
2: animals and I say, Arwill, dude, chill. And I keep walking in the woods. Okay. I'll bring Ori back. All right. Ori comes back. So you guys are
0: here. Adelaide comes out of the woods or comes flying back over the trees, lands on our shoulder. You all are standing around this shambling mound, all these like little piles. It looks like, it looks like someone's been clearing brush here. Truly it does. There's like all this brush lying all over this farm. Vernon isn't saying anything. His wife, Rebecca comes back out. The two children are still inside and you hear Rebecca say, whispering something to the children. She's holding their heads and she kisses both of their cheeks. She stands up and walks over to you. You can see the dirt being washed off of their faces and the blood and the uh, scuff from where you guys were just fighting this thing is being
2: washed off of yours. Patches is holding this satchel over it. I'm like I'm, I sit down next to Callista and kind of just fill her in on everything that happened.
1: Yeah, okay. oh, you're unconscious.
2: While you're coming yes. back to Calista, Patches tells you everything that happened.
0: He tells you about this incredible fight and how your friends were helping and how the gold was brought out to you, but how uh, your dear friend who has helped you all in of many tight spots, Buffalo was crushed by this thing.
4: Callista is really Normally, she would be really pissed off to have missed all of that, but instead, she's just heartbroken over that loss. Um, so she's immediately going to pull out her book and start writing.
0: So she starts writing, like maybe the rain is hitting the pages, but for just a moment, you're like, it doesn't matter. Like, I know what happened. Matter, no. The story's
2: in my heart and in my head. I want to say that we need... All right, so I'm like, we need to give Guy some space, let him do his thing. In the meantime, we have we've got a limited amount of time to do what we need to do. So do we want to figure out
1: we need to bury our friend. We need to find out where that magic aura was yes. coming from. We might need to sleep in Vernon's house, and then I think we need to get to Shout. Yes.
3: Well,
4: I can't help find magic, so I'll dig.
3: Same. I'm going to throw my cloak over me and you so your pages don't get wet, and tearfully uh, start doing detect magic again.
0: Okay. Yeah, you do the detect magic, and as this rain begins to fall, it is really hard to draw that circle, but being a practiced wizard, you oh okay yeah sure but being a practice wizard you know that you need that to stay consistent you pull your cloak over it you all cannot see arwell he's in this non-detection visibility cloak as he's standing there but you do see his arm coming out of it it begins to glow and as you're standing over this shambling mound the earth's mountains grow greatly behind you and if i could i'll just give you guys a description of this farm once more As you walk in, the thick tree trunk riddled forest around you opens to a small home and farm. A small fence encircles this property, and there are three buildings inside of it, all obviously handmade, and they look incredibly well done. There are a few people who live here, a mother and a father. Vernon, the father, and Rebecca, the wife, you all have learned that two of their children have gone missing just recently, but two of their youngest still remain It looks like an enormous tree was dragged through this property, but the Earthspur Mountains are a stark backdrop to this farm's very quaint and subtle and luscious vegetation. And a single small grassy knoll can be seen at the foot of this mountain, but it is not the same as you saw it before, where before it just seemed like a small hill, now it is... Torn to pieces, and you can see this like strange bestial form it has, and wrapped around it almost like it's spooning in very smallly. You can see Buffalo's body crushed up in the center of it. Callista and Arwol are digging, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No patches.
4: Yeah. yeah, we were gonna dig because yeah, we I'll can't help find this one. Okay, okay Callista and
0: Patches okay. are starting to dig this hole, and Patches is very practically okay. speaking out yeah. and telling you all like. Let's give our friends some space, and we have a lot of other things that we need to wrap up right now. And we need to get some
3: answers for this stuff and like while this happened. Tug on uh, Adelaide and be like, let's go see the source of magic. Okay.
0: You guys walk over and you see this really strange shrine and as you walk over to this shrine you notice that there is a beautiful elven woman's face carved into it but it looks really rudimentary and it looks really strange there's a hole cut into the top of it and all these animals underneath it these branches grow around it really naturally and it sits in this place it looks like it's carved out of natural stone
1: can i roll history yeah of course six
0: with the six, you would notice that her ears are pointed, and that she has a beautiful face, and nothing else. Volna and Silvers sit back. They haven't been through as much as you all have, and so Volna and Silvers they sit back and they're just like watching whoever's left behind dig this grave. And Silvers speaks out, and he just goes, uh, uh, "Friends, I don't know what to say.
2: I'm sorry." We don't know what to say either.
1: Yeah. Um, is there any writing on it at all?
2: Uh, there is writing on it. So actually. I have
1: eyes of the Runekeeper. I can read all writing.
0: But you have to cast that, right? Nope. It's, just it's innate. All the time? It's yeah. innate. Yeah,
1: you go time. to look at it, and you're like, I don't know who
0: the hell this woman is, and then you see on the side of it, it says, Mialiki.
1: Mialiki.
0: Um, I'm, I'll roll Arcana. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. I'll
3: roll Arcana.
0: 12. Even with a 12, that fight was really intense. It did not last 10 minutes. You did not stay back to bury Buffalo. You followed Guy for about a minute, so about five minutes has passed. What I'm getting at here is that Detect Magic is still up. Mm -hmm. And as you walk over to this thing, you realize that magic is still emanating from this land, but it is not coming from this thing. Whatever this totem used to be is dead. And the magic that used to course from it is dead as well. So whatever the source of all of this is, is coming from somewhere else.
3: Do I know anything about that name?
0: Mialiki is you would know that she is a goddess, an elven goddess, and she's a goddess of autumn, druids, and forests. Forest creatures and rangers. Her symbol is a gold horn, and you can see two of them wrapping around her, and on each side of her, there's a golden horned unicorn, and that is the only color on the whole thing is their golden horn and their blue eyes, and they're on each side of her. But you would know that her domain is animals, plants, rangers, and forests.
1: Do Um, we think this is, like, is there a shape that looks like a stone could fit into? Like, does it look like when we were on the plane of fire, they had that tone? No.
0: um, Roll religion. Roll religion. Five. Yeah,
3: with the five, you're not sure. D- you don't think so, though. I kind of tell you what that Elvis or Elvis Goddess represents. Um, and I'm going to look around for where the source of magic is coming from. More so.
0: Um, roll another Arcana check. Arcana, okay. 20 mod 20. Wow with a mod 20 you would notice that this is coming up from the ground and that it actually seems like whatever this is is rippling like water like a like a ripple when you throw a stone into a pond but where these ripples come from it's from different places all around you which is very strange it like normally when there is magic somewhere I was just talking to you guys in the last episode about how magic is present in your world and how it's not like too crazy to imagine that maybe this magic is just caused by something else but for it to be constantly shifting that seems a little bit weird.
3: I'm gonna tell you that. And um, is Sorius with us at all? Did he come? Sorius is back at the okay. farm, as Can is Volna get with know these guys. I might
1: know more. If yeah, absolutely.
3: An we should maybe get her. Um, as we're doing that, I'm gonna take the vial, the empty vial now, um, and get more. More soil from this place. Um, but from where the centers of the ripples are coming. Uh, yeah, so you're trying to chase it down, and
0: as you notice this ripple, you do pull up some dirt, and you guys are trying to get Volna over here. Yeah. yeah. Right here. Okay. Uh, Volna looks at this, and she just looks at it and says, a beautiful elven goddess said to can be able to control any animal to track them as well she is a symbol of fertility, of good growth and of healthy ecosystem but if what you say is true then the magic does not come from this shrine and it is long dead, it seems strange to me that this farm family are the only ones who would have access to something like this
3: Mm. that's a good point I'm going to go to Vernon and his wife.
0: Sure. Yeah, they're still standing out with all of you. They're watching you all dig this hole. They told their children to stay inside. Um, They haven't really said much. Uh, Vernon, other than Vernon coming over and saying uh, a beast like that is, is really hard to come by and really hard to lose and this gold can't pay for it. he said it down. And since then, they've been very solemn, very mournful with all of you.
3: I wish I had second-level mm-hmm. spell thought.
1: I'd like, um, to,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have a second-level spell.
1: Um, I would spell. like to ask them how they came by this farm and how long they've been here. Uh,
0: sure, yeah. Vernon, he, he goes to speak up, and he, he, like, gets choked a bit, you know, after seeing all of this happen. He's like, well, we've been here for about what? And he looks over at Rebecca, and she's like 17. And he's like, about 17 years When we first got here, you know, things weren't growing so great, but it was only property we could afford. But then, out of nowhere, it seemed like the ground just started to... When was this about? Well, this wasn't probably about 10 years ago. And he looks over at Rebecca and she's like, yeah, about 10 years ago. He's like, the crops just started doing the work for us. We don't know why or what happened.
1: And have you ever had any neighbors or any other people in these parts?
0: Well, there's a few people down the road, but we've never had anybody closer than like a mile or so to us.
3: Is that bigger than the ring of forest?
0: Yeah, oh for sure. Yeah, is the ring the of forest, forest is probably like three to four miles in diameter. Oh, so there's they're within the Yeah, all those farmers are within this. Yeah. I guess I
1: wanna roll inside on their story. Yeah. Sure. Fifteen. Yeah, with the fifteen, you're gonna
0: notice you will notice that Rebecca is like she seems, like, really uncomfortable that he's asking her these questions. Like, as he goes to confirm them with her, it just seems like she's annoyed with it, if, any, if nothing else. She seems a little annoyed that he's, like, confirming the time with her.
3: Couple stuff. I'm going to go and talk to everyone and kind of just be like, hey, really all the information. There's a the totem um, of an elv- elvish goddess. Uh, it's inert. All the power seems to be stemming from multiple places in the ground. Um, so I'm not... I have no idea what's going on. What about in
2: that crevice or whatever the in the hill that Ori flew into? That's where the oh, it was. The
4: oh okay. Yeah. Can you um, pinpoint just one of them to no. investigate more closely?
3: I mean, it it's underground.
4: Yeah, can I investigate I mean, the body in the of the
1: shambling mound? Yeah, sure. Seventeen. Yeah, with
0: a seventeen. I would say that you would walk up to it and you would know that you need to know a little bit more about nature to understand this thing. You can't just, like, investigate it. There doesn't seem to be anything strange about it other than it's made out of the land and the earth.
1: And, I like, there's no loot or anything in the dead bodies inside of it?
0: Nope.
1: Dang it, if only we had, they, um, how I complete like to, are the
4: um, remains that are yeah, inside okay. of it? The
0: remains, they seem to have dissolved a bit, almost as if they're being digested. It seems like the bones are thinner than they should be. But as they are sitting here, you do notice that there are remains like spilled out around it. When you guys started to rip those vines apart, you saw these remains fall out of this thing. Uh, but they are laying on the ground, if you would like to investigate those. How
4: many sets? Do I need to roll my roll to medicine? Roll medicine! Medicine. I don't know if I'm any good at that. 14 Ooh, 14 <laughs> you would think that there medicine. are you would
0: think
3: that there is only one set of bones here really mm-hmm. can I do an investigation or something to see if it might be the same size or something like that as one of the kids that's missing sure Yeah. you don't know how old those kids are that are missing though I mean
0: I'll ask sure so you ask and uh, Vernon just says well it ain't an easy topic to bring up but we have a lost son and we have a lost daughter. Uh, which one are you interested in? How old were both of them? Well, uh, me and Rebecca here ain't exactly in our prime and Rebecca like elbows him really hard. Like guess he says that even like in the middle of all this, she like smacks him. But our son Jerry was, I'd have to say he was about 21 and our daughter Edith,
3: she was about 25. I'm gonna use my investigation and see if maybe the bones match up to that story a little bit. Okay. Um, and that is a 23. With investigation, mm-hmm.
0: you you don't think that the bones match up to this. Okay. Yeah, they seem, like, older uh, with an investigation of 23. And your medicine of 15. 30, 15? 14. 14. 14. You know that these bones seem older. Like, when bones age, they get really porous. Mm-hmm. And you would notice that there's a lot of, like, porousness in these bones. It seems like they've been eaten up.
3: Are we going to be here for a little bit? Like, why we...
1: Should we rest and bury? Uh,
3: yeah, I'd like to go and just kind of meditate for a little bit. And think about some things. If we are want to, like, make a funeral for Buffalo. Yeah. Well, we need to. That's cool, but it takes
2: like we an We still hour. need to. We need to go at. we just going to leave lighter. Buffalo. We're going to bury him. We've already dug the yeah, grave. We've already, already, already boots John, we'll right. do
4: something. It'll be short, especially without Guy here to do it. Maybe we'll come back later for something more appropriate. Sure. When we have time.
2: That's fair. Also. Guy can find us, if anybody in the Mm -hmm. forest can find anybody, he can find us, so.
4: Okay, let's bury him.
0: Yep, so as this rain is falling, it doesn't get harder, it's just this light sprinkle and these heavy drops as it's hitting. And as these big drops are hitting, you guys do push this dirt, this really healthy, beautiful dirt, over buffalo's body and i think that there's always that moment if you've ever been to a funeral where you wait to see if something happens even though you know nothing will and you guys are just like kind of hopeful for this like maybe the soil will do something there's obviously magic here but like as it goes over it the soil just covers the body and the rain continues to fall and patches is like you know i I get it guys but like maybe it's time to go maybe we leave this place and we let guy find us and we let him decide what's appropriate um but buffalo is buried and as buffalo is buried uh night begins to fall
1: do you think we should stay here the night and have a long rest, or do you think we need to get to thunder shout like right away?
2: I think we should rest.
1: Okay, rest Vernon, now stay and at then. Your
2: house? Who are you asking, Vernon? Yeah, Vernon's like I mean, and he looks over
0: at uh, his wife Rebecca and he's like, I mean, I would I would say so. It's the least we can do. A thousand gold is nothing compared to not staying on our farm.
1: Rebecca, would we put you out if we stayed at your house?
0: She's like, of course not. We have we have at least two extra beds. Like, you all come in. Make yourselves at home. I can put dinner on. It's the least we can do now that our mm-hmm. crops well, will be growing back, back, back as, long, back as, back as back far back. as we can tell.
1: Let's do that. Okay. So
0: okay. we're going to take a short rest? Yeah. Long rest. Are we taking a long rest? It's okay. nighttime. Yeah. It'll take a long rest. You get a hot meal prepared by Rebecca. There are only a few crops left, but you can feel the tension of this place lift as night is falling and you all are making yourselves comfortable.
4: Rebecca, how long had that thing been coming around?
0: Well, about five months now, I imagine. Okay.
4: Interesting. Does that line up with any of our other events on the timeline so far?
0: Uh you guys timeline events? Like yeah, things we've seen happen. you guys have only been you guys have been adventuring as a party for about a month and a half at this point. And so like that was before then. Yeah. Okay.
4: I have my suspicions about what might be causing their land to be the way it is, though we don't have any proof of it. So I just want to warn them that things might come around looking for that that are dangerous. And if so, maybe they can get in touch with our patron and somehow get word. Have your people call our people. Yeah. Yeah. Patches is rolling rolling something.
2: Y'all don't worry about it. I'm rolling perception just to look around their house, just to see if anything cool is in the house.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you don't. This seems like a really simple home. Uh, these people don't seem to have much, and you imagine that by the by the looks of the bag they gave you, that golden, that satchel, that they don't have much. That they really did give you like everything they had to take care of this thing. But as you're looking around the house, there are simple farm tools. There are hose. Axes, shovels, pitchforks, things like that. They're simple kettles, but you don't notice much else other than like simple clothing and dressers and simple beds that it seems like they made themselves. Do they have a ladder? <laughs> they would have a fucking ladder. I guess they have a farm and they had to build their own buildings, so I want to steal thanks. their ladder. It's a ten foot ladder. It folds up. I hate you. <laughs> so, patches, you do not steal the ladder.
2: I. No, I've
1: climb hands. and yeah. I can
2: jump 10 feet anyway. Let's have these. So, um, the rest of us can. But I do want to sell a, sh- a shovel. I think a shovel is useful. Get a shovel? It's like a spade. You know, like yeah. a shovel's like five feet long, but a
0: spade's like three feet long. You get a spade from these guys. All really right. really stealth.
3: You. Oh. To, oh. to, to Buffalo, you guys. To, to Buffalo. To buffalo. It's a buffalo. And to Guy, and apparently. To canceling the
4: podcast because everybody only liked Buffalo. Oh, it's fine. <laughs>
0: So what'd you roll, Patches? I rolled a nine for sleight of hand. So you guys hear this
2: huge clatter coming from the corner, and you look over, and Patches has a spade in his hand, and like all these other tools have fallen off of the wall. And they see me holding the spade? Oh yeah. And I just say, uh, hey, can I have this? (laughs) Roll
0: persuasion.
1: (laughs) As as a memory for, for burying buffalo.
0: They're like... Vernon goes to speak out and then Rebecca cuts him off and she's like, Of course you can have it. You just helped our family a great deal. What is ours is yours. I already he
2: gave you a thousand gold. Thank you so much for that. Is put just giving the stink eye. I put the spade. And you notice that one of their hey, kids you is like... not even supposed to see me, and you wouldn't have oh, known that I was going to everyone oh, can see you. Everyone's I passive perception so to see
0: is not at above. <laughs> so you notice that one of their kids is standing there just looking at you, <laughs> like uh-huh. right
3: beside you.
4: And Calista's right behind her with her arms crossed. Yeah,
3: the little girl and Calista are like, <laughs> hmm. can we go ahead judging. and split the thousand gold between the four of us?
4: Before Patches keeps it all? Yeah. Yeah.
3: All of you get 250
2: gold
4: pieces? <laughs> yeah.
3: So it's
2: only, they only give us 800 gold. It wasn't 1,000 gold. That's so true. We can, The um, just
4: takes the spade.
2: Oh,
3: you're going to save 200?
2: No, no, no. I, you know, I was joking about that. Uh, um,
1: he's just being shysty. You have to roll <laughs>
2: insight to know what... Um, <laughs> I can just so we each just get headphones. 250?
0: Mm-hmm. So you all sleep through the night?
3: When I go to bed, I normally try to avoid it, but I want to see if I have any, like... I want to... Go in lucidly and see if I have any dreams, or
0: will you dive into this dream? And as you do, you see this like buffalo and cow skull, and it just like is coming at you from a void, like smaller to bigger, until you're like going through its eye or nostril or mouth mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And then you see a woman and her back is turned to you, as this skull finally passes through, and as her back is turned to you, you see blood pouring from her hands. You can't see her face because you're from the back, and her hands are held up to the sky, and you just see blood dripping off of all of them, and as that blood touches the ground, one drop at a time, wherever it hits, you see crops start to grow. And as these crops begin to grow all around her, you see all of these small little shadows come up and they're picking the food off and they're eating it in whole bites. Not like you normally would like eat a corn. They're like biting the cob in half and they're all laughing and dancing around her. And as she turns around, you realize that it is really? Rebecca. And you see Rebecca's face looking at you and she is butt naked, like from head to toe and she has blood smeared across her face. And Arwell, you wake up alone and sweating and you notice the flicker of a fire coming from somewhere outside. Though it is the middle of the night, you hear these cicadas and these crickets singing out, but you notice the flicker of a fire and you wake up sweating
3: and you draw in a breath. In my room where I was sleeping is... Everyone's in it. You guys are all like sleeping in the same space. I'm going to move over to Adelaide and wake her up and have my finger on her lips. And then I'm going to take her to the window. Is there a window that kind of looks out toward maybe the fire that is, or the, the light is? Right Sure, yeah, yeah. As you look out into the light,
0: you notice that it is further out where these bodies were killed, where the shambling mound lies. But you can't see what's happening, but you do see that fire wrapping over it, that glowing golden and orange light, like,
3: pulsing over its entire body. Um, I'm going to whisper in your ear and I think, say, I think Rebecca's causing, what's causing all of this. Um... Peach. Give me a moment. And then I'm going to make Ori appear, kind of like above her, in a tree, um, and just look through her eyes and see what's happening.
0: Yeah, and as Ori goes up into the sky, uh, I need... Oh, well, you didn't say to roll stealth, so I'm not going to ask you for that. But she just goes to look, and you're just like, I'm just going to fly over and see what's happening. And you do see a very small fire, and beside it you see a small boy and he is tied up, and he's beside it, and you can see tears welling in his eyes as he sits there. There's a woman over this fire, and, like, as she is over it, you see her hands extended above
3: this thing. I'm in the house. I'm screaming, no, like, loud enough to wake everyone up, and I'm going to, like, try to run out the door. Okay. And you start to run out the door, and as you do, uh, you see a figure just,
0: like, flee into uh, the forest beside you, like, deep into it, but you still see this fire burning, you still see this little silhouette beside it, and you can hear, like, even though it sounds like it's muffled and covered, you can still hear, like, (laughs) like, sobbing, just, like, coming over from that direction, and, like, as you open this door and run out, you still Uh, see that fire just burning a little. bit. mentally to orient, follow. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 roll perception.
1: Can I, while he's doing that, can I look around the room and see who is still there in the Mm -hmm. farmhouse?
3: Sixteen. She can follow.
1: Eleven.
0: <laughs> uh, within eleven, you would notice that uh, Vernon and Elizabeth, the daughter, are still in here, and but the boy Ori is. And Rebecca are
1: gone.
0: Uh, but the boy and the mother are gone. Uh, so the boy's name is Jacob, and the mother's name Rebecca are no longer in here. And Ori follows over and into this forest, and Arwal is like I'm assuming running after. her? I'm running to the kid first. Okay. Um, I'm just. You run and you notice that he is bound and gagged and he's, like, sitting there. His eyes are wide and you notice the lacerations all over his small body. And as he's sitting there, he's just, like, crying and he's, like, scooting back and away from you as you come up to him. Like, what little he can wiggle, he's just, like, pulling his small body away from you and away from the fire. Um, yeah. Calista,
4: hearing him yell yeah. no, has chased him out of the house. Has no idea what's going on, but he's going to yeah, run after him. too. Um, and as soon as I get there... Yeah, it, it wakes happens.
0: everyone up for what it's yeah. worth. Yeah, yeah, I'm following.
4: Um, I want to try to get up to the little boy and try to cast Cure Wounds on him.
0: Okay. Uh, t- Cure Wounds he is... He has to let me
4: touch him, and uh, he gets 1d8. Okay. Yeah, so and I, he's I backing, backing up from you,
0: so I would like you to roll Persuasion to see if yeah, you can calm just, him down. Yeah, and I'm,
4: gonna, I'm just gonna sing, like, a lullaby to him. Oh, that's sweet. Place. Can I assist and say everything's gonna be okay?
3: Yeah. I'm gonna touch your shoulder as you say that, and then I'm going to head off. out to where... You, you take and off. I'm gonna try to go off, yeah.
4: Okay persuasion,
0: plus five. <sighs> nice. Um, I need you to roll a perception for me, Arwel. Okay. Through Ori, so. Through Ori. Perfect. Natural 20. You are able to pinpoint this woman. She is, like, hiding behind something, and you walk up. Arwell, the woods here are dark, the trees are all different, the ground is soft, and it's firm, and as you walk into this, Ori is above you, your friends are behind you, Guy is nowhere to be seen. You have no idea what Patches was doing up at this point, but the father and the daughter were waking up and starting to run outside, but as you run into these woods, you do see a woman's body hunched over, and it is naked, and it is covered in some strange thing, and you can only notice that she's covered in this weird ichor because you were seeing it through Ori's eyes. Before we deal with that... It's
4: a 31 for persuasion.
0: (laughs) What the fuck?
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm you really see him. Good you at see it his. You really see his small really shoulders relaxed. And as so you walk fun. over
0: to him, you notice that this little boy is naked. Mm-hmm. Like he is not wearing clothing, and he is bound, and he is gagged, and he is like scratched and lashed open. And you lean down and
4: I just I'm singing to him. I'm just singing him a lullaby. Yeah. And I just basically walk over to him and just wrap him up and hold him.
0: Yeah. And you like wrap him up, and Adelaide says it's going to be okay, and the two of you together get him, and like these tears yeah, just start to stream down his face.
4: Cure woundsing.
0: Yeah. How much do you heal him for?
4: Um, we heal him for seven.
0: And as you do, these wounds don't necessarily close, but the blood does stop flowing out of them, and you just feel his little body <laughs> shiver in your arms, and then like as it shivers, he just like starts Bawling his eyes out as best he can. That gag is still in his mouth. Nope, I'm yeah, that. and so like as you untie, like he just like presses his face into your shoulder, and you can just like feel those tears running down you. Like, and you're not sure what the warm blood is and what the tears are. And as mm-hmm. all
4: this is happening, it's okay. I remember, Callista has the nightgown that's huge and flowing, goes up to her neck and down mm-hmm. to her wrists. So it's, <laughs> it's like it's all
0: incongruous with the rest of her. Um, and are will you standing in the middle of this forest? You see this woman. She is hunched over behind this rock and you can see her hands through Ori's eyes just mm-hmm. like convulsing and twitching just a little as she stands here.
2: I am um, kind of interested in following Arwell, sure. um, but I want to do it in like full stealth. Okay, so roll your stealth. Boy. I'll
1: follow You're, once I know the kid's okay, but I know
0: I'm This, is, this is happening outside yeah. of you or in Calissa's thing, right? Like while you guys are calming this kid, these two are running out. It's an 18. Then 18, uh, Arwill will not notice you, and neither will this woman. So Patches, you are like sitting outside of this watching. Mm-hmm. And you see Arwel coming up, and you see this woman standing behind the rock, and you're just like in wait. But Arwel, you run up, and you see this woman first. Okay. You feel like it's just you and her.
3: There is absolutely no reason to run. And as I say this, I'm making some hand gestures. Please come back and explain fully what you've been doing. And I'm casting a suggestion.
0: Ooh, first use of suggestion!
3: What does she do against it? Uh, She rolls a wisdom save. 15. Yeah, she fails. Then, for eight hours. You see her stand up,
0: and as she stands up, you see that weathered skin. And it's really obvious, like, it's almost like someone painted it on. Her farmer's tan is very evident. It shines in the moonlight. You see her naked body standing before you, and as she stands up, you see something smeared across All of it. And she stands at attention. And as she does, Patches, you're seeing all of this. You see Arwil say, come tell us what you did, basically. And she stands up from behind this rock. You see her grit her teeth, but then, like, fall. And very casually, I'm going to put my hand out for her to follow me. Yeah, and she does. She reaches her hand out, and she puts it in Arwil's. And you see this happen. And the moonlight is shining through these trees down on both of them. And he's walking her through this forest, holding her hand. As he walks her out, you all see will emerge from these trees. He's holding this woman's hand as he comes out to and all of you.
3: To everyone. Everyone. Everything is okay. And I'm going to lead her out to everyone. And be like, I believe Rebecca has some things to say.
0: Dang. I'm still
3: hiding. Patches <laughs> is like
0: on the edge of the forest looking. Right. Yeah, and she set, she comes up and... as uh, As she does a very happy
4: heavy episode. Heavy episode is heavy. I'm just going to sit at my desk and cry all day tomorrow Working, work, you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> I like, yeah. So she walks back in
0: and as she walks in, she, mm-hmm. her eyes are glazed over and she just says, my family needed help and so I helped them. And the titan of the Tearfall came to me in a dream one night oh, God. and told me what to do. And so I sent Edith out and I sent her to I sent her to do his bidding, and she never came back. And we may just be the Smiths, and all of our neighbors may make fun of us because of our land and all the birds we lost, and call us chicken joints. But
2: right <gasps> it was right there. What what eat eat it was right there. I. I when you said eat it, yeah. I thought. Oh no! Immediately, I was like, "Oh!" As a joke, like in my head, I was like, "Oh, was she? You no, know, dude. Yeah,
0: she, was she hungry? Oh my <laughs> god!" But she was young and she didn't know better. And I thought she'd come back, but she never did. But that's—we still gotta feed our family, right? We still gotta listen to the voices, right? And like, as you guys see, you're talking, like you do see te- tears like welling in her eyes. Like even though she's under the power of suggestion, she doesn't drop to her knees
3: her arm, or her hand.
0: Yeah, and she just, like, drops to her knees naked and her hands still in yours, like, this fire's, like, flickering off of her body. And you just, like, see it all, like, all these emotions welling up inside of her. And then it just seems like she breaks. And just for a second, she breaks. And as she does, you see this blood start to pour out of all of her orifices, like, everywhere. All of her pores and everything. And you hear, like, her head stretches back. And before she can even scream, her body just, like, drops to the ground.
1: Oh, fuck. Can I run medicine?
0: Sure. I thought you said the new campaign (laughs) was going to be not as dark. Two. Yeah, with the I two, think she's I'd, probably dead. She's probably had
4: like a nice vacation in Sunny Barovia. To yeah. her. but like oh, as, you, as you as you're
0: rolling medicine, Adelaide, you saw her look at you, and for just a second, you saw this like really honest look from across this place, and you saw fear in her face, and then like she just crumpled in front of you. You hear her husband Vernon; he just like cries out, and he's like, "No, Rebecca!" And he comes running over, and he like picks her body up, and he has mm-hmm. it in his arms, and he starts bawling, and this little boy is bawling in Callista's mm-hmm. arms, and there's a little girl just. Like, Most totally of the whole stunned time in his, front of That him. she was
4: talking, was hiding his eyes and yes. just trying to sing into his ears so maybe he wouldn't overhear too oh, much that's of that. sweet. Inspiration. Ah.
1: And <laughs> the, little girl, the little girl, I want to, like, stand in front of her and say, you want to see something cool? And I make Wart jump across my arm. And then go back into stone form. Is this his small task like for the week? Frog form and just distract this sweet little girl. Is this his task for the week? He's just walking around. Okay, he's just walking around
0: and she does look at it and like she can hear all of these screams. I need to roll persuasion to see oh, if she sees sorry. this.
1: I know, but. Maybe. 12.
0: Uh, yeah, with the 12, you were able to convince her and she sees this frog and she doesn't seem to be looking around you I or tell anything. Her everything's
1: gonna be okay.
0: All right, and you hear Vernon um,
3: scream out as he's holding his wife in his hands. He's like, um, As this happening, can I start doing something? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> sounds really morbid. Anyway, as she fell to the ground, I'm going to start making a huge circle around her okay. and cast Identify on her. Okay. Uh, for if I'm doing it on a creature, all it does is I learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Oh, that's interesting. So, so. as you do this, you notice that Control Creature is in effect on her. Okay, Um, I'm saying she's been controlled by something, and I'm going to march myself to the totem pole, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to cast False Life on myself. I'm going to Firebolt the totem. Okay, you slam a Firebolt into
0: it, Uh, roll your attack. 11. And 11 hits it, and as it does, it does chip off a big piece of this, but everything, you you were still feeling all of this around you and all this pressure, like magical pressure and strange pressure is around you. Uh, You know, Buffalo has died. One of your friends has just walked off into the woods. You guys are standing here in this like dim firelight with these two kids who are crying. Um, A husband and his wife are sitting here. She's just died. And like Arvel just walks over and in an act of desperation destroys this totem with a firebolt. But you are still feeling this really strange pressure over this entire
2: place. Okay. Um, I walk out of the woods and just say to uh, Vernon, we met your daughter, Edith.
0: He looks at you and he goes, holding his wife, he looks up at you and you can see his eyes just like glistened over and these tears pouring down his face and like cleaning them. He's like, Edith, how did you know
1: my Edith?
2: She tried to kill us. And so we killed her.
1: She wasn't really your daughter anymore when we met her. And
0: you, know, you just see him start like, He's not crying anymore. He's just, like, uncontrollably heaving as he's trying to breathe. And he's like, Edith may have had some problems, but she didn't deserve to die. Did you even talk to her? Oh, yeah, we did. There there was no talking to her. And he just, like, screams out at you over his wife. He's like, she didn't deserve that. She might have had some problems, but she didn't deserve to die. But what kind of heroes are you to not talk she, to someone and not try and pull him out of that? She was oh, not did. the daughter
2: that you knew, and she tried to kill us for just for walking up to her, near her. And then he screams out, and he's like, Leave! Leave!
1: I would like to roll Persuasion. I was going to go for Intimidation, but I'm going to go with mm-hmm. Persuasion and say <laughs> you need to take your daughter and son and find them a safe, quiet life. Actually, yeah, I might do Intimidation, because probably it's backstory. She... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Intimidation. Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs>
0: It's still a 10. Yeah, even with a 10, he presses his face into his wife's neck, and you can hear him like sobbing and crying and pulling his breath in. He says, just don't hurt us anymore. You already killed two of us, just go. Just leave, we'll
4: find somewhere else. You need to protect your people better. Can't blame him for this. Vernon, your family has been used and abused and tortured by a very evil force. It's something we've just started exploring. But it is, as Adelaide says, very important for you to get somewhere safe. We don't know what's happened with your son, but if we can find him and we can pull him out of it, we will. And as you say this, uh, roll your persuasion. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate dads. Other than Adelaide. (sighs) 17.
0: Yeah, with a 17, you convince him, and he says, he says, fine, just go. If you find Jerry, you tell him to come home. You tell him to come and find me wherever I'm at. And as his wife is dying in his arms, you hear this rattle come out. And someone rolled it early. Oh, it was Arwal. Mm-hmm. With his suggestion, you asked her who she served, and she said a primordial who. Uh, uh, tearfall? Yep. Who had something to do with the tearfall. And as she dies, you hear a death rattle come out of her throat, and you hear Eric Hughes as she dies in her husband's arms. And he is, like, pleading for you all to leave and telling you that he'll do what both of you were saying. And, like, this whole family is just super messed up right now. This fire is burning, and these bodies are everywhere. And he's just basically saying, I'll listen to what you say, but I need you to leave my farm.
3: Let's I would assume up. that I'm too far away to hear any of this. I'm, um, I'm still kind of just staring at the burning totem. Yeah. Uh, just kind of thinking things through about your fallen titans and dragons. and Sure. So that's where I am. That's, that's
2: um,
1: should we go? Should we go back to Raven's Bluff? Hike on through the night?
2: Um, I do. I think so. Yeah. Think and
4: so. and Arwell, you ready to go? We need to.
2: I think we need to tell the Council of Lords about
4: this. Fine everything and everything, everything um, that is As has we're just leaving, happened. I want to wipe the little boy's tears okay. really quickly, and I'm going to whisper in his ear. How old is he? Uh, you think he's probably
0: like he, he's he's like a kid. He's eight or, eight to ten. Okay, so like he's old
4: enough to. Get it. Yeah. 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 I'm just gonna whisper in his ear, if your family needs a safe quarter, there will always be a place for you at the kettle of many things. Okay. And gets a little
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. So you yell at Sweet. me. I give you inspiration yeah. for the kettle if you don't already have it. <laughs> um
4: but the inspiration yeah. doesn't I count. Three times. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I guess she's gonna knock me out of my like Haze. I said
1: Ar- Arwell, let's go.
3: Yeah. Um I'm gonna come over. Um, as we're I guess getting ready to leave to go to Ravens Bluff, are there any markings or symbols? of anything on Rebecca. Not that you notice, no. Not that I notice? No,
0: you can roll investigation
3: though. I would love to. Ooh, that's really good. Nice. Uh, 26.
0: You would notice that the blood on her, Mm -hmm. though you thought thought it was like streaked across her and it just looked like she had rubbed it on herself, you're starting to notice that there's an actual image on her and the image on her is really, really, really strange. It seems like some sort of, like, hedgehog that is, like, painted across her breasts and her bare chest. But the, like, where these spikes would be coming out of it, you just notice void spaces. And at its side and underneath it, you notice a really crude axe has been drawn underneath this thing. And it's painted in blood as well, as you were looking at his body while you're walking by.
3: Okay, so a hedgehog with its spines kind of into void spaces? Mm-hmm. And the an axe underneath. Yeah, and a giant axe is painted underneath it. you
1: like my
0: hedgehog axe drawing? It's pretty similar to that. <laughs> His face is a little more elongated than the r- little bubble you got there,
3: but... <laughs> this guy has a little nose on the end. hedgehogs have a little round nose. I like kitten raisins. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they'll have to knock me out of it again. I'm just going to, like... Um, I'd re- like to roll arcana on that. Sure. See if that looks like anything okay. I've studied. Twelve.
0: If it's a 12, this is a total anomaly.
1: Um, do they have, like, a bedside table I can go rif- rifle through and see if she has any papers I can read? Or should we go? Do we want to go?
3: Uh, I mean, I could... You know, I would like to go. Our can stay okay. forever, okay. but... yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Um, I will ask Calista if she mm-hmm. could uh, draw this image.
4: Absolutely. In
3: yeah. your book, because... I mean, um, she's I think already I'm, drawing I think it. the Council of Lords should absolutely <laughs> see this. Mm -hmm. So you're all making your way back to Raven's Bluff? Sure.
0: Okay. You all leave this farm and you walk through these really strange trees that are growing up and all around you. This mother has died, and as you are walking through these trees... Before you walked through, and there was this very cool breeze, and it was very pleasant. And these leaves were falling all around you, but now the leaves are falling because they're dying. And you can see that ground rotting underneath you. And where the ground was firm and easy to walk on before, it molds under your feet as you walk now. And there are trees lying in the path of this place, and you have to climb over them, and they're all dead. And as you get back to the main road, you walk past four bellies, a thousand gold richer. And as you hit back onto this road, night has fallen, but not completely. You're still at twilight, and you can see a little bit of light shining over the dragon's reach. see, you know, exactly where to walk to get to Raven's Bluff, and as you're walking up this road, you hear those cicadas just buzzing in your ears. You hear those crickets screaming out to you. The night beasts are also doing the same. Unless you guys want to do anything, you don't talk to one another. You just walk in solace, side by side, on your way back to Raven's Bluff, hoping that maybe your friend will come back to you.
2: Um, Yeah, please. Just kind of quickly, I'd say to Arwell, hey, Check out the, uh, that piece of bark that we cut off the tree. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll pull out my vial.
0: As you pull this vial out, this piece of bark is still perfectly preserved.
3: Okay. Um, I ask Silurus, just because I'm fascinated, the limbs that you pulled off, yeah. if they are.
0: Yeah, Silver pulls these out, and Volna, she's just like, as she's walking out with you, where she was getting really confident before and starting to talk more and give more, she seems really solemn right now. She's just walking with her hands and fingers crossed in front of her. And you can tell she is in a deep trance and she's really thinking hard about these things. And Silver reaches into his bag and he pulls them out and he goes, oh, uh,
3: they're dead. Hmm. I open the stopper on my bottle and see what
0: happens. Yeah, to the and table. as you open it, this piece of wood just like turns to ash and floats up and out of the bottle and he goes um so do, do you guys see these kinds of things often
1: well, not it, this yeah, one. Was, last no, week was or sorry. two yeah I mean a month ago I was studying under you so <laughs> we've seen a bunch of stuff <laughs> since but maybe the adventuring life isn't for me
0: after all
3: <laughs> <sighs> uh, That's I, have, not... I have
0: many notes to take many things to write down And you see Volna just, like, place her hand on his back, just, like, really gently, and then she brings it back into a cusp in front of her, and she continues walking silently in front of you all. I tell Um, him, it's
1: going to be okay, Professor.
3: And I'm going to kind of go up to him and put my hand on his shoulder and be like, I completely understand if you want to go back to the school. I feel like I'm invested, Um, and you can always act as an auxiliary helping agent for us, if you'd like. Yeah, and
0: he says, Raven's bluff is much closer than the school, uh... Two hours out, if I'm not mistaken, uh, according to you all, I think I'll, wa- I'll walk there, see if I can help you out. Maybe your council or whoever these people are will be able to make some sense of the totally.
3: mm-hmm. things we just saw. Keep up with us for now.
0: Sure. Do you guys want to go back to Raven's Bluff? Do you want to do it's, anything before you go there?
4: Uh, I think we need to go yeah. straight back to Raven's Bluff. Sure. Maybe straight to the kettle. Did we even straight get straight a rest?
0: Um, yeah, we got a, you guys got a short rest. Short rest. You got a short Especially rest. rest. Yeah. Okay. The familiar hustle and bustle of Raven's Bluff has been replaced with a tangible, quiet. You can feel it in the air, how still things have become. A bustling port town that's also been called the Living City certainly falls short of its name at the present. You can see the walls built around the bottommost part of the Earthspur Mountains. At their base, the castle sits that holds the Council of Lords. All the important political figures stay there. You can see the town sprawl out toward the mouth of the river that connects with the Dragon's Reach, which your rope still hangs off of. The bustling ports look abandoned, Even from a distance, you can see the empty vessels being tossed around by the sea, dancing lazily and waiting for their next voyage. A single lonely tower sits out on the water, and well past the ports, you can see a light circling it and glistening over the water. There's no longer a trail of black smoke breaking up the stars in the sky above you, but there isn't anything else either. Rumors abound throughout the vast of the dragon nuisance and it keeps many merchants away from the city. The normal citizens as you walk in can be seen milling about very slowly, but with far less customers and with streets that are easy to walk through instead of having to push your way through, a haggard woman points a crooked finger as you walk into the city and screams at you, the sky will fall, all will return, back to before,
2: back to before i want to talk to this bitch that's yelling at us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to say what are you talking about? She says everything how it was.
0: How you know yourself now? How you know everything? All these walls all these buildings, they will go back to the earth. They will turn back into what they were meant to be before we bastardized all of them. Back to before, young man. And she gets really uncomfortably close to you and her finger like touches your face and she goes back to before. And you can smell I slap her slapper in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, nice. roll an
2: attack against her. Um, That is a 16.
0: The 16, Patches like grabs her, she touches his face and just slaps the shit out of her and she falls onto your back and you hear an audible pop and crack as she hits it but then you hear this scream. <laughs> And she's, like, reaching out to you, still, like, sitting on the ground underneath you, and she, like, rolls over and starts to pull herself up and, like, very gently starts to climb back onto that pedestal she had built for herself. I want to kick the pedestal
2: out <laughs> from under her.
0: <laughs> you guys are watching Patches That's take his anger out this. No, I'm okay. just going
1: to keep walking. Yeah, I, no, I
2: mean, like, legitimately, I am I'm in a mood.
0: Yeah, these three... Yeah. So, Arwald, do you keep walking with these two? I turn around... And- Kind of watch. Okay, so uh, Callista and Adelaide that. are walking forward as is sealrus He turns his head and his attention away from this woman. You are walking toward the kettle. This really low fog is pouring through the streets. This woman is screaming. You can hear her and Patch's confrontation over here. And Patches goes to kick this barrel out from under her, a half barrel that she is standing on top of.
2: That's a... Seventeen. The seventeen. You kick this barrel
0: out from under her, and she falls and hits the ground. And as she's laughing, she falls down and she hits the ground,
2: and she just goes silent. I want to. I want to. I have still have fifty foot of rope. I'm going to tie her hands. Okay. Behind her, um, and I want to. Rope still. I have fifty foot still, and I want to. Start carrying, like pulling her with us um, to okay. go see the Council of Lords.
0: Yeah, this haggard woman is like being pulled behind you. Oh, uh, where are we going? We're we're to going, to, going the to the kettle, to the kettle uh, first.
2: Well, it's whatever. I, mean, I don't want her to get away. She knows something about like maybe something. Yeah, something. and, and you see it. her she, uh-huh. as, as Patches
0: is dragging this woman behind you. She has like cataracts over her eyes, a long nose with a wart on it. Her hair is like patchy, ha-ha, at right. best in places. And as you're dragging her, you can just hear her mumbling to herself and she's talking and she's just saying, like they said. Like they said. Like they said. Like they said. She's and then you hear her say, back to before.
2: Back to before. Yeah, you're talking about the tear fall, going back to when dragons ran shit. She knows something about something said some, Somebody said something to her. I think we're this. gonna
3: have a hard time knowing what she means. I think I don't think she knows what she's talking about, to be honest. And, but I want to roll insight
2: on her. Okay. <laughs> no. What was it? No. It was
0: a three. You guys are good. At Rolling inside. Um, she's, she's she's um, definitely yeah, crazy. You,
3: she's definitely crazy. If I mean, I'm not gonna stop you from. You guys are in Ravensburg by the way, talking about this, all this line, stuff, and any, the guy
0: um, has still not
3: met back up with you all. Yeah.
2: Alan, um, I'm, gonna, Alan, sorry. I'm gonna untie the rope, and I'm gonna
3: say. Patches, before you do that, do do you really think she knows anything?
4: Or is it possible she's being controlled I'm just, by something? I'm
2: Probably what's happening is I'm just frustrated, and a lot has happened, and I'm taking it out on this crazy lady, who should shut the fuck up, by the way, and I untie her ropes and say, sorry for hitting you, and just let her... And then, as you say, sorry
0: for hitting you, her, a small, bony hand, you can see her swollen joints, touches the back of your neck, and she pulls you in, and you can smell her breath, and it is bad, and she smells bad, and her mouth is beside your ear, and she just says, back
2: to And then I hit her <laughs>
3: 16. I mean, I can help you. If With a 16, yeah, you hit this woman.
2: Ah. And, uh... I hate this shit. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Keep talking. Keep saying, back to before. You Yo, don't hit her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all she no, says. I, no, I do. I oh, just, okay. I hit, I hit her Roll again, your damage. Then... Uh, that's a four.
0: This woman passes out. Patches like backhand this asshole. woman. I'm and sorry. She but just like I... goes unconscious.
2: I was just, uh, yeah, I don't
0: want to hear that shit. And so you all walk up and the kettle of many things sign is swinging. And as you come up to this, you notice that a few lights are on. You are all standing outside of it in a very unnaturally and totally out of character still street. And as this sign is just swinging in the wind and these boats, you can hear their bells as these waves wash up. They're like dinging back and forth. You see this light wash over you once every 10 seconds or so. No one is quick to open the door to this place now that you all are back home. But as you were standing in front of it, we are going to end episode 22 right here.
2: Good night, everybody. (laughs) Just so everybody knows, I was actually sitting here that whole episode. I'm really, I I kind of Mm -hmm. feel bad for hitting a crazy old lady, but I don't think patches would. So it's fine. Hit her. She deserved it. Apologized and then hit her
1: again.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> on brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.